Hey, welcome in cronies to the Man Child Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my three best friends, John, Michael, and Jay. And tonight, we're going to play Movie Matinee Challenge and do the great eight of my favorite leftover foods. I'm excited to talk about some food, baby. I don't know why, but we can always talk about food, and we mm-hmm. can go on for a very long time mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the best foods. Mm-hmm. We can. <laughs> but first, let's play Movie Matinee Challenge. Now, here is a motion picture film. Now we have the important parts of a projector. All right, I'm going to I'm going to kick it over to John and let him explain this game because he is the genius that came up with it. I was just told to bring some stuff to the podcast. So I had this idea that, you know, physical demand media isn't as popular as it used to be. So owning DVDs, Blu-rays, VHS tapes, it's almost like a unique collector's type of art now. And I still have two totes full of in my garage of DVDs and Blu-rays. And I said, maybe it'd be fun if we grabbed like 10 random movies, we brought it in, somebody list off some challenges for us, and we tried to just compete with the random movies we grabbed from our collection. And after I shot that idea, you know, normally when I shoot out an idea, it takes six months to get into fruition. <laughs> and then and I come up with the idea. And then surprisingly, <laughs> this one was only a couple weeks in and it already made the list of what we should do on the show. So I know it's going to go over great. And then um, after a week of us having this discussion, this is what's going to happen. Michael chimes in and goes, I don't think I own any DVDs or anything. <laughs> so. Michael, I'll let you take over now and let us know how you made the game go. All right. Welcome to Movie Matinee Challenge. I'm your host, Michael. Excited to be here with you today. We're going to go through a series of challenges to to, uh, have some fun with our physical DVDs. Here's how the game's going to work, gentlemen. I'm going to ask you to pick a certain number of DVDs before the challenge is recommended. I may also change the rules halfway through the game. We'll see how it goes. This is the first time we're playing it. If if you win the round, you will be awarded a point. The person with the most points at the end of the challenges will be the winner. All right. Gentlemen, I need you each to pick three movies. Oh. And set the rest aside. Three movies and set the rest aside. No cheating. No cheating. No cheating. Do we have a hint Hard. like what the next three questions nope. are going to be about? Nope. I'm ready. I'm ready. I just looked at the movies I got. Should be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Jay, hurry up. I'm ready. Got my three. All right. By only saying the titles, no descriptions, no anything, tell us what movies you have, starting with Ryan. All three movies? Yes. Just telling you the titles. Just telling me the titles. Okay. Tron. Super confused. And hold them up. Mamma Mia Vacation. Tron, Mamma Mia Vacation. John, what do you got? 
I got the Love Guru. Nice. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Nice. And Land of the Lost. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, Jay. <laughs> My three movies got some bangers here. Ink Heart. Hitch. Okay. And Warrior. Okay. <laughs> Challenge number one. Which movie is the closest to 0% on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh. Out of all three, we have to pick ours or yeah. just which one we think is zero on our list? From our three. From our three? Right. Oh. Well, nice. the, the the winner will get a point by whosever movie is closest to zero. I'm going to say the love guru, Mike. Locking Man. in the love guru. I've, John's going to win this one, but vacation? Yeah. Let's check vacation first. Vacation comes in at a 27% on the tomato meter. That's nice. But I know the love gurus at like 1%. (laughs) No one liked that movie. Inkheart is at 39%. Thank you, Inkheart. Thank you. Thank you, Brendan Frazier. Come on, Mike Myers. Come on. I hope that made a trend later on in life. Come on, love guru. The love guru. 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yes. John clinches the first point. I just John, don't you really know. know how to waste your money. Good job. And it is. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Pick another three movies. You may keep what you have. You may change out one for another. You may do anything you like. You just must have three movies. Okay. Five. Four. Three, two, one, and that is time. Okay. Uh, starting with Ryan, quickly run through the names of your movies. Okay, we got Not Another Teen Movie. Oof. Okay. We got Hardball. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the classic Captain Ron. Okay. Captain Ron. John? I left in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Land of the Lost, and I substituted out the Love Guru for Avengers Endgame. Okay. Jesus. Don't be a a high score this time. All right. I changed changed them all out. I've got When Harry Met Sally. Nice. Okay. I have It's Complicated. Oh. And I... I love that movie. And I have Skyfall. Old people doing it? Gross. All right. Dude, we're Alec gonna have Baldwin to, and Meryl Streep are fantastic in that movie. We're going to have Steve to uh, go by I guess the didn't honor anybody, system. Yeah. We're going to have to go by the honor system for this challenge so we can quickly get to the end result. Okay. Now, you need to tally the tomato meter of each one of your movies, and the cumulative highest score between the three will be the winner. Oh, do we even John have to do this? Two. John has I two major don't have ones. A prayer. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> we need to know the number. One movie could make or break it. 
Yep. I should have known and you were going to go. And John kept land of the lost. Oh, he did, were, didn't he? I should have known you were going to go to the. And we're doing ISM. critics, correct? Right. No, we're doing. Or uh, yes, yes. The the critic score tomato meter. God dang you, Will Ferrell. Gosh dang that that movie was not as high as I thought it was going to be. Oof. Oof. This segment is brought to you by Toasty Cheez-Its. There's for a that chance. extra little toast in your mouth. There's a chance all three of mine aren't as high as Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Added up. Accumulative. <laughs> That's bad. Did you even make 100%, Ryan? <laughs> oh, we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, are, are we just going to add all the numbers together? Yeah, that's yeah, what you said. Add the but three critic scores together. Okay. That's what he said about I was going to add times. them all up and then divide them by three to get the average. Nobody said to do that. Don't show off. Nobody said to do that. Nobody said to show off. We're not doing... Uh, nobody said there was going to be math involved today. <clears throat> I'm so excited. Okay, I'm ready. All right. I think I got this. I mean, Ryan. I can tell you, Okay. You want me to go first? All right. I have a total score of if this was its own movie, it would be one of the better movies out there. I have a total score of 98. <laughs> okay. What was the individual scores? I, there were, uh, I don't okay. know. I didn't. There was a you didn't know we were doing a, math today. There was a 31 and a 28. I can't remember the other one. All right, Jay, what's your score? All right. Uh, first off, It's Complicated was 59%, uh, which was a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. Um, Skyfall was a 92%. When Harry Met Sally was a 91% for a total score of 242%. Did that beat me, John? A little bit. Spider-Man was a 97%. (sighs) Avengers Endgame was a 94%. What tanked you? Land of the Lost, (laughs) 26% for a total score of 217%. Jay is awarded the points for challenge number two. This game is rigged. All right. Pick three new movies. Okay. Ryan, tell us your movies. All right. I got Spies Like Us. I have <laughs> so old. Blade, so Blade 2. <laughs> and I have... Air Force One in the original. (laughs) It's like my grandpa's movie collection. John, Ryan, you look like you literally walked through the five dollar bins. Oh my gosh, this was such a good movie. I got Argo, Ben Affleck's Argo. I got No Country for Old Men. Oh wow! And then. The classic Grown Ups. Yes. This challenge will be the last one that... Did Jay say his three? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jay. Jay. I've got True Grit. Oof. I've got Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. 
Is that the Kevin the Costner Alan, one? Yes, with Alan Rickman and uh, Christian Slater, oh, no. Morgan Freeman. This is Alan Rickman. <laughs> why, why would you trigger <laughs> him? Why would you you could have just said Morgan Freeman and Kevin Costner. We all would have known. <laughs> and then I also have a classic from Mr. Tim Allen, Joe Somebody. <laughs> That's a good movie. Hey, my sister, my sister was an extra right. in that movie. Yes. All right. This is the last challenge that you don't know the challenge before you pick the movies. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I did adjust the one that was given a little bit, but you now have to look up your three movies and Price Is Right style. You have to be as close to a hundred and fifty percent. Without going over, oh, I'm out. What? What do you mean? Oh, you're the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yes, your three movies have to add up Ooh, I'm to the closest close. to 150 percent without going over. I'm going to be close. On Come this on, one. grown ups. <laughs> oh, never, God! Air Force One is high. Son of a gun! <laughs> what a good movie. I need to open that up. Blade 2 will bring me out. Oh, man. That was higher than I thought. (laughs) What's this last one I got? Oh, no. There's no way. You sure you want to go prices right style? Because we all might lose this one. That's all right. That's part of the game. Oh, dude. Oh, man. You should have picked your last three. <laughs> should have right. just kept your last three, Ryan. All right, are we ready? I'm, I'm ready. Ryan, go ahead. 168. Oh, so close. Meh. All right, Jay, what about you? I. Oh, no. <laughs> True Grit did me in. Um. Hundred and sixty-seven percent. Wow, John. Oh, I'm sure he's. I'm way over. I'm at one ninety-nine. Just these right. two movies alone. But this one was ten percent. So <laughs> that was what? <laughs> Travis, yes, a good movie. Dude, All right. I thought I had it. Prince of Thieves was fifty-one. Joe Somebody was twenty-one, and then True Grit with a ninety-five just took wow. it way too high. All right, no points awarded that round. Scoreboard currently sits John 1, J1, Ryan nil. All right, for the next challenge, you must pick three movies for the best guys' night, and I will decide oh, man. which is the best. Three That's movies, good movies for that. For the perfect guys' night. 10, 9, 8, 7, Six, five, four, three, two, one. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, okay, go ahead. You're going to go with me? Okay, here we go. Guys Night. We got some comedy. Not another teen movie. We got some action, Air Force One. <laughs> and we got a great, great Western, Young Guns. Nice. Good job, Ryan. I meant like a perfect guy's night of this generation. <laughs> oh, dude. I would love that guy's night. 
Oh. Those movies right, hold John, up. How about you? All right, Mike. We're gonna start the night off with a little grittiness in No Country for Old Men. We're okay. Set the okay. Tone. Then we're gonna night. need to take a break, and we're gonna lighten it up with grown-ups. Get a little bit of comedy in. Okay. And then to end it, we're gonna end it with the best movie that ended it all: Avengers Endgame. Okay. 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 That's a long night. That's a long night. All right, uh, Jay. What do you got? All right, so we're going to start it off, get our blood pumping. We're going to watch a little Warrior. We're going to be excited. Then we're going to, then we'll add in some comedy and we'll watch Joe Somebody. And just so we can be stupid and laugh. And then we'll watch the best Bond movie ever made, Skyfall. All right, everybody, hold up your movies so I can make an informed decision. It'll be pretty easy here. here. All right. You probably never even seen One. these three, Michael. This should be a great, easy selection for you. All right. Let me see here. All right. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to eliminate Ryan from the contest. I hate Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. A I can say pretty confidently that of, of, of these series of movies to have to watch in a singular night I would have to say with confidence that John is going to take home this point John he is not the point the, here's the problem Michael is the least guy out of all of us guys that's the problem <laughs> in this game I should have grabbed my chick flicks I should have put mama me in there I probably would have won I would have had a chance. <clears throat> Next challenge. <laughs> Cinematography. <laughs> Pick the three movies you would use to romance your wife. Oof. Oh, yes. Oof. Ten, Ooh. nine, oh. eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one, and time. Ryan, let's start with you. What are your movies? All right, we're going to start the night off with a little comedy, a little Kurt Russell with the shirt off all night, a little Captain Ron. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna go into the next one. We're going to go a movie that she's going to like in Mamma Mia. And then we're going to end with little Keanu Reeves and crying because G-Baby died and I'll have to hold her hardball. What a way to end the night. Jeez. Mood killer. Mood killer. Got to hold her. She's crying. Got to comfort her. And I know just what to use to comfort her. John. John, go ahead. I'm going to start the night off with a little adult sophisticated humor in the movie Sideways. Mm, Then we're going to cut over a little sexy Ben Affleck and Argo. <laughs> then we're going to end it off with a little Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh Has all the elements that you need. <laughs> I feel like you guys don't know women at all. I wanted a romance an 11-year-old, maybe. You didn't say men. Me. Men, let me, let me show you how it's done. I have, I, I what have I got one here. I have one movie that I have not unveiled yet. You will find my movie number 10 now. 
I'm going to start off with we're going to we're going to get the laughs going. We're going to watch a classic when Harry met Sally. We're going to enjoy Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan, and we're going to laugh. We're then going to watch another good comedy that just makes you want to hitch. Will Smith's hitch. There's nothing wrong with watching uh, Will Smith teach Kevin James how to pick up ladies. But this is my 10th movie I brought, and I brought it for just this question. I was really hoping I, it would come. I didn't get these questions. Jay got these questions. I didn't either. I just, just had said to make you an assumption. I had to make an assumption. What if they pick ladies' night? And I brought this one, ladies. Number and three, we're going to end it. Night. With Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. No, I'm not talking speed. I'm talking the lake house. And oh my God. We, by the end of that movie, You'll be she's going to be she's gonna be so excited um, and turned on by More the movie choices. this? Come on. Yes, John. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know. I thought we were supposed to pick random movies, so I just grabbed 10 I did. out of the I box. Just, I you just said you specifically picked those because you thought there might be a ladies' night pick. Oh, right! I went Ooh. through all my movies and I grabbed ten random ones. No, I <laughs> literally grabbed all of my movies and grabbed ten <laughs> random ones. <laughs> well, I mean, I selected ten, but they were just yeah. random. I was like, right. I don't know. I went Let's just try every these. movie I owned, and I grabbed yeah, ten yeah. random ones. I was just grabbing <laughs> ten you movies. Say, you can't say you've gone obscure. through every movie and randomly grab ten. That's not how <laughs> that don't go together. <laughs> I went sorry, to a cardboard guys. box in a garage and grabbed 10 movies hey, out. Hey, sorry guys, I thought this through. I'm so happy. It's Jay, not even close. <laughs> oh, what are you talking Thank about? You. Ain't no Fireman. wife, ain't no wife gonna be awake watching Lake House at the end. There's no action in no. there. Oh, my what are you no talking way. about? I love that movie. I got comedy. It was, I got I also ladies. Quick, hey, I got ladies, crime. if you're watching, would you rather watch Spider-Man into the, <laughs> into the Spider-Verse <laughs> or any three of Jay's romantic comedies? I like... Which one like would the, you rather watch, ladies? I like the Family Guy bit where they're making fun of the lake house, and it looks like a cartoon Keanu Reeves, and he zips down his pants and puts his wiener in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> and I'll give up forever to take you. <laughs> Interdimension glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta see what happens. That's the bad title to the lake house when you're trying to guess like the title of the lake house when you're giving bad titles. <laughs> Alright, here is the final challenge of, of today's movie matinee. Well, I know I'm not gonna win because Michael doesn't even know any of these movies I put out there. <laughs> Ryan, get with the times. You're I'm still not. holding up VHS, I think. <laughs> get with the times. <laughs> this was DVDs, bro. Um Pick two movies with the biggest Rotten Tomatoes critic score gap. The largest percentage difference wins. And this should be fairly informed since we've been through a little bit of this already. What's the score right now, Mike? J2, me one, right? None. I thought it was 2 2, none. Oh my lord! It's I, don't two, two, no. play this. I don't even want to play this game anymore. <laughs> Next time we play this game, I'm, I'm strategically in. picking movies like Jay did so I can win. I'm locked in. 
Dude, I grabbed pretty 10 obscure movies. Sorry. Don't get so upset. <laughs> obscure you with your old movie collection. No, next time we're going to play this with the, with everybody's entire collections. That'll make it way more fun. Oh. Just have a big old bucket of DVDs sitting next to you. <laughs> I'd love it. I have I two large totes right now. Still have no room to put them. <clears throat> All right, Ryan, what is your movies and then your percentage difference? Well, I really messed up. I took Not Another Teen Movie, which is at 31%. Thought that would be the lowest. I was wrong, I think, because Captain Ron was lower. And then I took one I thought was going to be super high because <laughs> when I when it came out, it was like the movie of the year. Everybody, every woman wanted to go to it. It was such a acclaimed musical movie, Mamma Mia. Fifty five percent. Whoopsies. Nope. Whoopsies. You even so, looked up Air Force One and you were like, oh, I can't believe how high I, this is. This is such a I good thought, movie. I literally thought Mamma Mia was going to be in the 90% because that's all anybody talked about that whole year was that damn movie. What was Language. the percentage difference then? 24%. That's pretty pathetic. John, Beat them, John, boys. John, what do you got? Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, 97%. <sighs> oh, man. Grown Ups won 10%, Wow. <clears throat> John's going to win it. I've got True Grit at 95%. Joe Somebody at 21% for a 74% difference. John takes the crown. Uh, please defer from hosting in my place. Thank you. <laughs> so with that... Being said and calculating these results, we have learned that John is the winner of this round and with three points will take the movie matinee challenge win for this week. And as the host, uh, this may be the last time we play this game. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the last time? This is the last time you played this game. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing with us today. Now let us adjourn for this commercial break. Do you seek the attention and validation of your friends, potential lovers, and the general public? Well, I have the perfect solution for you. Official merch from Manchild Chronicles Store. With this merch, you will successfully find best friends, lovers, and the admiration of people whose opinions you should not care about. Want to feel loved? Then buy Manchild Chronicles merch today at manchildchronicles.com. Manchild Merch does not actually help people like or love you. Manchild Merch is not responsible for personal or romantic relationships. See store for details. Not responsible for bear attacks. All right, cronies. Let's get in a little weekly mustard. The weekly mustard. Stories that make life tangy. All right. The weekly mustard. Mustard, mustard, mustard. You know, playing these old DVD games and you guys made me think of old things and the first time... Jay had texted us earlier this week on how much DVD players used to be, which were in, what was one of them, like $498 or something like that? It was insane. <laughs> yeah. The dumb thing was it was from a picture, and it was from the back of the semi-trailer from the first Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. movie. Because yeah. they they were they broke into the semi-trailer to break into it, and the picture shows Panasonic DVD players and TVs with a VHS player on it. Not even TVs with a DVD player, but with VHS on it. That's what they were trying to steal in the first Fast and Furious. I remember back in 2001, I got my own apartment 
I was, I was, uh, actually I got it with my cousin, but, uh, moved into this new apartment, just got my bonus check for my work. And I was so excited because I needed a new TV and I went and right, I mean, a block away from where I lived was the, uh, uh, TV and appliance store in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And I went in there and they had, and they had all these TVs and this is when flat screens first came out. I'm not talking, the flat screens you see in your house. I'm talking the big box TV flat screen. <laughs> and I went in there and bought, get ready for it, a 32-inch flat oh. screen JVC TV for $475. I thought I, everybody came to my, I was so popular. Everybody came to my house to watch football on Sundays because I had the best TV and I carried that a block. It weighed about 800 pounds. I carried it from there <laughs> to my apartment, which I was on the third floor. You had to take the steps. It was a good workout. I was in shape back then. And uh, that was a great experience for me. And that was the the next TV I bought was the one I have in my uh, bedroom right now, which is a 47-inch JVC uh, LCD TV. So a big gap in between those TVs. But... My, how the TV prices have... You can go in now and buy a 75-inch TV for that price. Brian, good good job. Good job showing off how old you are. Yep, I'm very old. <laughs> whatever happened to that Whatever happened to that TV? Did you have to get rid of it? Uh, I gave it to my sister when she uh, broke up with a boyfriend, and she had nothing, so I gave her that TV. I don't know what she did with it. Uh, but it had a great Good picture on it still when I gave it to her. I know that. Good for you. It's funny because my kids, the boys, have a TV in their room for their video game system. And that TV, believe it or not, Glavin, is the first TV me and Katie bought when we got married 15 years ago. And it's a 42-inch LG um, LCD TV. And that bad boy is still going. It has outlived two of my other TVs that are my main ones, those old school TVs they they keep they they go they keep rocking. they don't make them like they used to they don't make them I, like they used to. I've never bought a TV that has gone bad yet. Have you guys had TVs that gone bad? Uh, I have TVs one. that my children caused to go bad. Oh, uh. <laughs> my daughter who is wishes she was born when I was born, she wants really bad. An old box TV and an old VCR, and that's what she wants to, in her room instead of the TV she's got. And the crazy part is it would probably be more expensive to try to find that than to buy a new yes, TV. It would be. <laughs> Those, the vintage stuff. We need to make like a vintage add-on kit where you can add it onto a flat screen TV to make it look like an old <laughs> box TV. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You can buy this vintage add-on if you want. You People can buy this accessory for your flat screen. To well, on that on that note, I have to say that in my living room right now is also the first TV that my wife and I bought when we got married. It is a is it a Sharp? It might be a Sharp. It's Sharp Ooh. or Panasonic. I can't remember. Um, you don't see but Sharps it's a flat out there screen. Anymore. 42 inch or it might be 48 i can't remember probably you, uh, i think yours was 48 because you had a bigger one than me you you had to make sure you did that oh, our apartments were right above you <laughs> you, heard it on here first. you heard it on here first folks 
Michael has a bigger That's one right. than Jay. That's right. That's right. He, I had the apartment above him, and he had to show show me up. So we went down to his house to watch movies. They had the bigger TV. So yeah, it's still going strong even with the kids. It's in the main living room right now. So yeah, they don't they don't make them like they used to. Nice, nice. Do people buy new TVs like randomly? Do people just go out and buy a new TV because they want a new one? I never have. I think Not they just want, want to bigger ones. I think they just I'm want, just want, want to, I know a buddy of mine who just bought a a new TV last year because he wanted a bigger TV and he bought a seventy five inch TV. And that was like 400 bucks. I just want to know what to do with my old TV if I went out and bought a new TV. Put it in the kids' room. Yeah. Well, then they don't have off at a pawn shop. Just turn the TV on. Just pawn it and then don't pay anything on it. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. Here's another life hack with Michael Glavin. (laughs) There ain't no way pawn shops give you much money for TVs anymore. You know how many people are It doesn't matter. They're paying you for you to leave your crap with them. If they give you 20 bucks, it's a win. It's a win. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Oh. Well, for my weekly mustard, I'll tell you it's not a win. So Ryan has been asking our viewers, you guys, you know, who watch us, enjoy our show, uh, to leave us comments, to uh, send us ideas, advice on the TV, uh, or ideas for the show. And um, this is the latest or, comment we got. Or just any comments, because it helps us get more viewership. So your comments help us in the long run. We appreciate it. Good or bad. That's right. Go ahead, Jay. And so we got a comment here. This is from uh, RNCRNC1666. Um, Super appreciate this. Um, He starts it off, this stuff right here, man. I don't know why in the world somebody would choose to listen to this garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I have officially watched your videos twice. Thank you for the watch hours. That would be my first and my last time. I did give you guys the benefit of the doubt. I watched the whole video just waiting for one iota. Of, I like that word too, by the way. You spelled it. Very, I like it. Just waiting for one iota of something that made sense didn't happen. I can only imagine the IQ of people who watch your videos. They're probably higher than ours. I bet it's a slow fade. Wow. Not a fan, fellas, but to each his own. He must have liked something in that first one he watched to watch it twice, right? He had to have liked something had to have been whichever one he watched first, he must have been like, I think there's something here. Let's see if they get better. Nope, they sure watched the nope. one with Ant Man's voice. I was like, Wow, that guy's got a good voice. I'll watch another yeah, one. <laughs> Look, we're we're in the we're in the, the generation where when someone is like, Yeah, I'm trying to see if I like this show or not. I've watched like ten one hour episodes. I still don't know. I'm just gonna keep watching. <laughs> You've put ten hours into this show and you don't even know if you like it. Uh anyways, I, I think he needs to do that. Don't give up after just two hours. You got to give us at least 10 hours. If you go back, go back and watch the vasectomy episode and tell us we're not on to something. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I got snipped for you guys. Come on. on. There's there's been a couple of us that have passed out on this show. (laughs) Literally passed out, lost consciousness. We're putting our lives on the line every week for you, and this is how you repay us? (laughs) This is it? Hey, do you realize? Uh, do you I love realize the comments, how, how much? Keep them coming. Yeah. Do you realize how much? How angry you have to be to type a whole paragraph? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
I we mean, ruined you that could just guy's click the day. next video. You could do whatever. Mission. <laughs> yeah. okay, we ruined that guy's Like, day. this guy was mad. <laughs> like, he probably beat his wife when he <laughs> when, I, when, uh, when he got he off. Not, he, he might not be home. He might not have a wife, Mike. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. He was in his mom's basement, got mad. I'm not offended. It's all good. All right. We'll be fine. I just cried. I've, I've only cried twice. And is it really crying? Can God really see you cry if you're in the shower, letting the water splash into your face? <laughs> is it technically crying? I well, don't think so. Could have been shampoo yeah. in your eyes. I don't think so. Could have been yeah. shampoo in your eyes. Who knows, you know? That's all it was. Maybe conditioner. I don't know. That's all it was. All I really got for Weekly Mustard is last night, I was trying to find a movie to watch. And then I noticed this movie called Babylon was on Prime or whatever to watch. Is that that new Margot Robbie? Yep, Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, directed by Damien Chazelle, uh, who did Whiplash and La La Land. It's a three-hour runtime, so I was <laughs> hesitant to start watching it just based off of that alone. Yeah, no. Not Let me, me tell you what the first ten minutes were like, boys. This gets a little graphic, so if little listeners at home, fast forward here a little bit. Within the first ten minutes of the movie, they're trying to get a large elephant up a hill. And this elephant defecates all over one of the actors for like I'm a interested. solid minute straight. Like a solid minute straight. The POV the POV is on on the elephant going all over the man and it's all over the camera. This sounds awesome. And then we cut to a party at a mansion, a Hollywood party in like the nineteen twenties, and there's cocaine everywhere. There's you know, women topless everywhere. There's men's genitalia everywhere throughout oh this whole scene. Oh my god! And then we cut to the room of a movie producer who's laying on the ground completely <laughs> naked, and a woman standing over him. And she goes, "What does my little piggy want?" And he goes, <laughs> "And he goes, butter me up." <laughs> and then she urinates all over him. <laughs> You this is the first sure ten the right movie, minutes of this movie, and I'm watching it, and I'm going, I love Brad Pitt. I got to keep watching it, and then Brad Pitt gets on the scene, and then I just keep watching it, and then after like the 15-minute mark, it just kept getting more outrageous and crazy. I was like, I can't watch it, and I turned it off. I was like, I can't, I can't finish this. I can't do this. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah. he said, "Butter me up, baby." <laughs> anyways, if you want to watch a movie, oh, and then somehow during all the party shenanigans, after she buttered him up, then she was dead of an overdose in his room. Like oh the movie gosh. is just completely off the rails, crazy. I don't oh know. My, oh I don't know gosh. what the interpretation was for Damien Giselle to make this movie, but they said, "Here's your car, Carta Plank." <laughs> went all out Dude. for it, man. Hey, you just made La La Land, and it was really good. What? What? What else you got? I've been working on this for quite some time. You know the movie "Seeing in the Rain" that shows uh, Hollywood going from the transition of the silent film to the talkies. Yeah, I want to tell the real version of that. <laughs> How many times did you look over? Because anytime I we watch something with my wife, and it's something crazy on there like that, I always got to go see what her reaction is. Did you look over at your wife? Oh yeah, that? oh yeah, yeah. I was watching her, and she was just disturbed too. Like, like she I tried say, watching the uh, the Johnny Knoxville John, movies. John, let's pause the movie. Let's go in the bedroom real quick. 
No, it did not. <laughs> no, it did not elicit that reaction. I did say to her, though, butter me up, baby. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh, it's so gross. Uh, all right. On that note, anybody else got anything? Michael, you got any more weekly mustard? I'm just, I'm just happy to be here with you guys. It's just, it's good to sure be about here that? with you. <laughs> sure about that. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the Great Eight. All right, cronies. Let's get into it. The Great Eight. It's time to play The Great Eight. Join the guys as they pick a topic, discuss, debate, then decide the best of the best. Get ready, because here we go. All right, tonight's Great Eight. We are doing the best leftovers your mom or wife cooked them not everybody ate them and you're excited to eat it the next day at work what do you got tonight's draft order let's pick it real quick jay pick a number between one and four four jay you got pick number two john pick a number between one two what'd you pick jay four one two and three one you got pick number one Michael, I will take number three. And you got pick number three. I'll get number four. Let's do it. Number eight, I'm going to put fried chicken on the board. And with uh, pick number seven, I will be taking chili off the board. Number six, I'm going to go with spaghetti. Number five, meatloaf. <laughs> number four pizza number three Chinese takeout number two lutefisk <laughs> and number one pie <laughs> luda when Luda. I was 13. Like, I don't think that's very good. That's not very good the first day or the next day. <laughs> but, uh, have you ever had Ludafist, Mike? <laughs> I have. I can tell you right now. Number eight, I took fried chicken. There's nothing better than eating Jeez. hot fried chicken and then put it in the fridge. And then the cold fried chicken is even Absolutely. better the next day. Dude. You can have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It There's is nothing better than cold so fried good. chicken. So cold fried chicken is... When I eat chicken, I specifically leave the drummies because I cannot wait till the next day to just grab that drummy mm-hmm. and walk around and eat it mm-hmm. cold. It is so good. Mm-hmm. God, it's so good. Nothing better than cold fried chicken. Shout out to uh, Lee's Chicken, by the way. We love you. Oh, man. I have lived in so many different places, and nothing beats Lee's Fried Chicken. If you are in Jefferson City, Missouri, you are so spoiled and you don't even know it. 
go enjoy some fried chicken. There's really for me. not a lot of like fried chicken joints. Like you got to find like some one-off places or KFC, and that's it. We like, there's where not- I live. Where I live right now, we have a grocery store that does Tuesday night chicken deals, and that chicken is the bomb. Uh, we get that. We get that probably once every lucky. couple months. It is so good. Lucky. Speaking of fried chicken and fried like chicken tenders, have you guys had raisin canes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I love raisin canes. Chicken fingers, man. They're good. Yep. The sauce makes it makes it the thing, man. It's really good. All right. Um, number seven. I took chili. Um, it's very high on my list as one of the best lef- leftovers. My wife makes the best chili, but she makes this giant pot of it. And so then what does it turn into? The next night, chili dogs. The night after that, chili nachos. I mean, you can just do all these different combinations with leftover chili. I love leftover chili. You know, my wife always says, hey, I'm making chili. How many pounds of meat should I put in there? How much? How many pounds do we got? Make it all. What do you got, babe? What do you <laughs> got? I'll eat it every day. I yeah, love I chili. Too. You guys know on Sundays, I eat chili dogs every Sunday for watch when I watch football. Love oh. chili dogs. Oh, I football. love, I love football. the fall and winter. Fall and winter chili. Oh. Love it. There's nothing better than some I good eat a chili whole now. when I eat chili, the, when I eat chili when it first makes it, I use a whole sleeve of crackers because I put the chili on my cracker. Oh, it's so good. There's so not good. a lot of food that you can eat and then reform oh, it. And then it's just as good or even better. But like chili, soup, and stews, those are the top ones that you can reheat and Ryan, still just you're be telling me you put the crackers down, then the chili on top of them. I so what I do is I put all the cheese in there. I'll put a little bit of cracker in there just to to harden it up a little bit. Okay. But I will take my spoon. I will put a glob of it onto a cracker, and then I will eat it. And oh it yeah, is yeah, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Oh, and I put a little uh, sour cream in there too. When I lived in the great oh, state sure. of Indiana, I learned that it's it's a very common thing, which I had not known, to eat peanut butter sandwiches with chili. And I was incredibly skeptical until there was a cookout at church one day and they had these huge trays of peanut butter sandwiches. And let me tell you, it is incredible. It elevates the chili game like a ton. So the next time you guys have chili coming up here, what I would imagine in the next couple of weeks, make peanut butter sandwiches with it because it is incredible. Just peanut butter, not peanut butter and jelly? That's correct. Just, just peanut butter. Peanut butter. Just I'm like gonna tell white you, bread or like a certain bread? Regular bread. Regular in, bread. In South Dakota, Minnesota, North Dakota, all those upper northern places, I don't know if you guys did this in Wisconsin, John, or if you heard of it, but chili and the, uh, why did I just forget the name of it? The cinnamon rolls the big the big swirly swimming cinnamon rolls mm-hmm. in south dakota any cafe you go to will have on the menu chili and you get this gigantic cinnamon roll with it it goes together probably just like your peanut butter it goes together just great hmm. i think it's probably because they're assuming like the tomato and maybe the spice in there is really acidic and and hot and stuff and then it's like a sweet thing to like balance it out i imagine I'm sure but, it does uh, go well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the uh, the the peanut butter thing I've tried. Uh, I can't imagine it's the same with a cinnamon roll. But man, have a have a cold peanut butter sandwich with your chili. It'll change your life. 
Dude, chicken, fried chicken, leftover, and chili leftover. I'm so freaking hungry right now. We got to get this done so I can go eat. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, number six. I said spaghetti. And I don't think we need to camp out on this very very long because it's really the same principles as chili in that there's something about, like, there's something about when you eat spaghetti the first time, it's good. It's hot. But sometimes the the tomato sauce and all the fixings inside of it doesn't congeal with the the pasta because, you know, the pasta is so hot. Maybe use a little bit of oil or something. And so it's kind of like eating pasta and some meat as separate bites together. But boy, you let that thing sit in the fridge overnight and it becomes one dish and it's just delicious. Throw a little yeah, cheese is. on it the next day, maybe some cream cheese, um, have, you know, reheat some garlic bread. Oh, man. It's way better the next day. Oh, now, why are you yawning? We uh, almost made an episode. Michael's cute yawn moment. It's, it's <laughs> Michael's cute yawn moment. Uh, I've said this on this podcast before. I'm going to say it again in case you're a first-time listener. Thanks for joining us. Spaghetti leftovers. What I do, I don't care about the noodles. Throw the noodles away. Get rid of them. Let the kids eat them up, put butter on them. I don't care. I take this giant container of spaghetti meat because I will always make two pounds of spaghetti meat so we have leftover. I will heat it up and I will eat it with nacho cheese Doritos. It is so good and it destroys your stomach in about an hour. But my God, that's by why you're eating it, it is so good. Does it like a walk down Or do you destroy the toilet? Oh, I destroy the toilet. I don't know why I'm fat. I don't get it, but boy, that, that's so spaghetti was, meat and Doritos. There was, one time, <laughs> there was one time I was on break at work and I'm eating nacho cheese Doritos with uh, like the the cheese with sauce, you know, that comes in the containers, the Frito-Lay containers. I'm just dipping in, going to town on them. And this guy walks in, he just sees me, my whole hand's like covered with the cheese sauce and I'm just like going to town eating it during lunch. It's like, it's like, I was like, you want to know why you're fat or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Number five, meatloaf. Meatloaf is so good. Anything with meat, I think, is just good. If you get hamburger and then reheat it, it's just good. But meatloaf. I always knew Ryan liked meat. I do. I love meat. I love I'm meat. Now, guy. which meatloaf song is your favorite? I would do anything nice. for love. No, I no. won't do that. Uh, I love oh, I love that one. You can reheat meatloaf or one of my favorites, make a meatloaf sandwich. You just, you take oh, two yeah. pieces of bread and you put incredibly way too much mayonnaise on it and then slap a big old hunk of meatloaf on there. Dude, it's good. it is so good. So good. Love me some meatloaf. Now, this is one I've seen pop up a lot on a lot of things when I was looking up just like best leftovers on Google. I don't ever remember having meatloaf leftover. Like, I devour it all. (laughs) That happens sometimes. But, like, sometimes my wife will make meatloaf and I'm not home, which I always get mad about. Like, why would you make meatloaf when I'm not here to eat it? But meatloaf leftover. Sometimes my wife will even make two containers of meatloaf. So we have leftover meatloaf. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. She knows. She knows the man she's married to. <laughs> she's yep. doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Good uh, job, number, Jamie. Number four, I put in pizza. 
just like fried chicken, nothing better oh, yeah. than eating hot pizza, stick in that box in your fridge, and then the next day it's your breakfast, it's your lunch, it's your dinner, it's your midnight snack until it's you're all you done with it. it. I mean, I think there's been very rare times where I've brought home a, a pizza box and stuck it in the fridge, and I was not satisfied with it the next morning. Is it just me, or do the toppings pop more when they're leftover? They pop more. No, you're I, not wrong. I mean, the crust isn't. I mean, if you eat, if you eat the crust at the end, your jaw's gonna hurt. But everything yeah. besides <laughs> the crust is immaculate. My kids won't eat cold pizza. They think I'm crazy when I eat it. I go, you guys what? don't know what you're missing. Wait till you're 21. You'll learn about cold pizza, and you will like cold pizza. Yeah, I do agree. Though the thin crust cold pizza, in my opinion, is better than the thick crust. Cold it pizza. is. It is. Oh no, I like the thick crust better. Interesting. All right. From next? an old man perspective, old man perspective, I I agree with John. Um, number three, I was debating between a couple here. I landed on Chinese takeout. I love eating my Chinese leftovers the next day. I get the beef and broccoli. I've got the deluxe lao mein, deluxe fried rice, um, the uh, sesame seed chicken. Um, like I love that the next day it's cold and it's so good. The flavors just pop. Now, as long as you don't get the white rice, it is excellent the next day. Mm-hmm. It tastes almost I'm, as good as the first day, but the white rice. Do I look like red. a guy who gets white rice, Ryan? I'm <laughs> just asking. <laughs> well, for Michael, the, just so Michael knows, white rice isn't the, as good the next day. Not only is it Chinese, but hibachi. Take home hibachi, oh, yeah. warming that up the next day. Oh, that's oh, even good, too. So mm-hmm. good. All right, Michael, I can't wait to hear your explanation on one of the worst tasting foods initially. Go ahead. Uh, the explanation is it's the inside joke of the food of, of the show, so that's why I said it. <laughs> Period. The end. All right. For anybody that hasn't listened to our Ludafisk shows, Ludafisk is a fish that Norwegians eat on Christmas Eve. It is terrible tasting. It is not good. There's no taste to it. It is bad texture. Uh, so gross. I can't imagine. I couldn't. You're if you eat leftover Throwing Ludafisk, it in a microwave. <laughs> you're that guy at work who puts leftover fish in the microwave, and everybody hates you. <laughs> Have you ever tried to eat it cold, Ryan? Out of curiosity, fish cold? No, no. Ludafisk cold? No, I don't no. like it. When no. originally when it comes out, I'm not going to eat it leftover. <laughs> let alone no, I've cold. Had, like, fried crappie cold. Before, I am going to take bad. a little bit of my time though to share something that I'm excited about. Um, <sighs> Michael's cute. Um, Mr. Michael's <laughs> moment. Uh, when I was visiting uh, North Carolina where we'll likely be living soon, I found out that near my office, uh, just about five minutes down the road, is a fast food hibachi place. And they have a drive-thru. The menu is very similar to any hibachi place you'd go sit down. And when somebody was taking me there, I was like, okay, this is probably, you know, going to be a letdown or something. I get my food and it is... (sighs) Equally as delicious as any hibachi I've ever had. I got the steak with the noodles and the rice, and it's got all the vegetables in it. It was incredible. And it was like 11 bucks for the plate. And I had my food in like 
a minute. Like it was crazy fast. <laughs> and uh, apparently they're not just a one-off place. They've got a couple franchise locations um, in that area. But I am very excited to be near that hibachi place, hopefully soonish. I'm and Mike just got like introduced crazy. to Panda Express. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we're talking hibachi. So what's fries, 66. <laughs> so what's better, fast food Italian at Vasoli's or fast food hibachi at that place? <laughs> fast food hibachi because it tastes like the real deal. Oh, I had a really bad Fazoli's experience, John. You just brought back. You brought back some flashbacks. There's a reason. Would, that, well, how about that this? After, after Ryan recapped his one, we all share that bad a bad experience. All right, all right. Number one, I chose pie. It's kind of unconventional because it's not like a meal meal. But dude, pie is so good. When your wife or mom or grandma makes you pie. You love getting a slice of that every day, and even if there's a little mold on there, you'll scrape it off and eat it, because <laughs> pie is, it just never gets bad. The It is just so good every day. I, I just love Ryan, I also had fruit cobblers written on my list, so I was thinking the same thing you were. It's good stuff. Yeah, d- I mean, desserts, certain desserts are so good left over. Yep. You put them in the fridge and just keep eating them. They're just so good. And I love... My favorite pie is a banana cream pie. My grandma used to make for me all the time. So good. So good. So good. Oh, man. I just I just noticed probably the top one we left off here. It was number two on my list. Thanksgiving turkey. I had that oh, on my it's list on as my well. List. Yep. I almost picked that for my, my last one, but yeah, because you eat. I mean, when you have Thanksgiving at your house and you host it for people, you literally have Thanksgiving dinner for like the next two weeks. You go to lunch, you go to work every day, you know what's in that lunchbox. It's turkey sandwiches, it's some mashed potatoes, it's some green beans. But you're not mad about it. I love it. Nope, you eat it and you just keep eating it and you keep eating it. And you go in the fridge, is anybody else eating this leftover Thanksgiving dinner? Because they're. They're making other new meals, and all this food is in there still. And you're like, what are you doing? I want everyone when I come home to be lethargic because they they have eaten so much turkey, and they're just so tired. That's what I want. When I go to someone else's house, and they invite us over Thanksgiving, I always ask them, do you want me to take some of these leftovers home? I always ask them. And usually yep. I get a whole bunch of them, and it's fantastic. Why don't you just put... You just bring your own t- Tupperware in, and you're <laughs> yeah, like, by the way, if you have anything left <laughs> over... Load it up! Load it up! Well, my wife, these balls, I'll bring it my home wife, for you. My wife brings four Tupperware containers if we go somewhere for a holiday, because she knows I'll bring leftovers home. <laughs> you're like filling your plate, and then you're filling the leftover containers before people even get a chance to like eat any yes. of the other food. Ryan Nobody's going to have awesome. any more of this green bean casserole, are they? Hold on. I'll go first. <laughs> right. Last time, uh, last time, uh, you know, a couple of us were together. You know, Ryan's going through the line at my dad's funeral. He's like, "Mike, I'm so sorry, Mike. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, so sorry. I was just thinking in my head." 
Like Ryan must have been so mad at Mike's dad's funeral, not because Mike's dad died, but because he didn't bring his leftover containers. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I had no yes. idea, Michael. Big wasted opportunity. He came back home. His wife was like, "So how was it?" He's like, "You were right. I should have brought the leftover containers." <laughs> <laughs> you were right. I am pretty sure he took a plate home. He had a two-hour drive. He had a, he had his to-go plate with him. <laughs> Oh man, so good, so good, so good, so good. Uh, I don't think I had much else on this list. The only thing else I had on here on my list was uh, two things. I had egg salad. I love when my wife makes egg salad for egg salad sandwiches because that lasts you only forever. got like a three or four day window on that guy yeah. though. <laughs> I will, I will push that window. Trust me. And then my mom used to make this thing called hot ham hot dish. Was was hash browns. And every time uh, when we had ham, there'd be leftover ham, she would cut up the ham and she'd make a hot ham hot dish. It's basically cream of mushroom, uh, hash browns, mm-hmm. cheese, and ham. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that stuff was so good for days. I make her make it every time I come home. Uh, the only other, only other notable ones I had down here was also uh, some Mexican leftovers. I don't care if it's quesadillas, fajitas. Um, my wife it? makes my wife makes this chicken enchilada burrito with this white queso sauce over the top, and the next day it's one of my favorite meals ever. So yeah, I, I love that. And then shout out to my wife's uh, potato soup. I know we've brought up soups oh, and yeah. stews, but potato soup you can stretch that. For a whole week, week and a half. I love that stuff. She put bacon in it? Oh, of course. Green onion? Yes. Oh, man. You put potatoes on it? It's so good. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. All right. Anybody Where's got anything turn? else? Anybody else got? All right. Well, thanks, cronies. Make sure you uh, subscribe to us. Give us some good com. We we appreciate good comments too. You can leave bad comments. We appreciate good comments. It's up to and you. I would, I would appreciate comments. So bad comments. If you want to leave a thousand bad yeah. comments, that works. You, you can yeah. join the masses on our Patreon and help subscribe to us to make this podcast even better. Until next time, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.